I just don't get it. Harry Potter. Look at what we've done. Well, I hope you've had your fun. This is the 21st century. This is the 21st century. This is the 21st century. What the hell does it do for me? Okay. I am a little late to the sorting hat for this one. And I am a self-confessed muggle when it comes to this. Um, but I just didn't understand the appeal of this book. Back then, and even right now, I just don't understand it. I understand if you're a kid and you grow up with these books and you're excited by them. I understand if you're an adult who was a kid who grew up with these books and excited about them because of the nostalgic value. But I don't understand adults who had no children just going completely crazy for this bespectacled little brat. So I needed to find out what was going on. I needed to find out what the hype was all about. So I spoke to a, uh, a fan of the Harry Potter franchise. And this was our conversation back at the beginning of lockdown. Okay, so we're, we're going to be talking to Jess now. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I am good, thank you. You enjoying lockdown? Uh, it's been okay. It's been a, a nice time to sort of sit back and sort of keep myself busy. And I've been doing more yoga and getting my house plants together and doing some drawing and stuff. And it's been nice, you know, but I'm looking forward to getting out there again. The, the reason that we're talking, obviously, is, is Harry Potter. Um, as you know, I'm kind of confused by the whole uh, <laughs> world excitement about, about Harry Potter. I just, I just don't get it. Um, You're not a pothead, are you? That, that's how far out of the loop I am on this. I have no idea what the terms are and things. <laughs> so... I, I, I do and I don't, but, you know, it's it's like when the Deathly Hallows book came out. There were mm. lots and lots of people queuing up for hours to get this book, and I just couldn't understand <laughs> why why yeah. they were doing it. What is it? What's it all about? What what You know, how does Harry Potter affect you so much that you find it so appealing, if that, if that makes sense? Yeah, well... I first got onto Harry Potter, that my uh, my my starter <laughs> in entrance into Harry Potter life um, was when I was a child, and my grandma she gave me the first book, um, and I was sort of the same age as the characters, and I guess that's where it began. I sort of fell in love with it because I was the right age when I read the first book, and then uh, e every time the book came out, it almost felt like I was aging at the same time as the characters were, right. and uh, so you sort of, you sort of share that personal growth and, and development with the characters because um, the way it's written is so endearing to the characters and it's so personable and you fall in love with them straight away or you fall in hate with them straight away you know she's got this fantastic way of um, of writing um, to really um, invoke your mood about a certain character and so when you're growing up with these people that you know feel very familiar to you it's a uh, you know, and then when the next one came out, like I remember what you said, when, when the next ones were coming out, especially the last one, everyone was going crazy for the books. And it's like, uh, well, you know, what's happening in the next part, you know, uh, with, these, with these people that you grew up with, basically, for me. So they, they, they're kind of like your friends and, and family, as it were, in a, in, well, a, in a fictional way. In a fictional way, yeah. And I feel that I've spoken to a lot of people about this and they all feel the same that, you know, we growing up with it together, like, uh, yeah, it's, it's really nice. It's just very enjoyable. And all, all your friends are into it as well. And yeah, it was just something to talk about as well. 
Okay, and it, obviously it, it's very nostalgic to you as well. Reminds you of times when you were when you were a kid and stuff. So, it, would there be a specific character that that you related to through the whole through through the whole series? I really wish I could say someone as cool as Hermione Granger, but <laughs> I, I think it, I would totally be a Luna Lovegood, probably. I don't know who Luna Lovegood is. I've heard the name, but I've got no idea. Well, she she was a bit quirky. She was a bit spooky, you know, a little bit different. Okay, I'll make a note of that. Luna Lovegood. Right. <laughs> book or film? Which, which, which is it? Which is the, the, the well, better one? Everybody's obviously going to say book, aren't they? Did you enjoy the films? Honestly, no, not really. I mean, I know, that I know also, by the way, that I'm a complete purist, and I'm one of those people that always says, oh, the book is so much better. You know, I like <laughs> Yeah. I know I say this a lot, but... I think I thought the films were uh, beautiful, and I thought they were very well made. But my major problem I have with them is just that they were too short. But bearing in mind I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan, so to me right. everything was too short. Um, I just felt like in in some of the, especially one of the films where, or am I allowed to say spoilers? Uh, yeah, yeah. If they haven't, you know, if if they haven't listened to it or watched it, it's tough. <laughs> I found that I found that uh, the book was really good, um, but in the film it was it was like I felt like it was condensed into too short a time, and I felt yeah. like half the film was just like the last couple of chapters of, of the book, and there was so much more. And then you're getting rid of like some really lovely parts of the story when you see like I really love Hermione Granger when she was turning into a little activist about the um, house elves rights and stuff like that. I thought yeah. that was really great, and there's just so much that's. Um, Kind of missed out, and also I'm I'm not a big fan of Daniel Radcliffe. I know, <laughs> I don't like him. I I think his face annoys me. I don't know, just something bad. Just, like just got a face you want to punch. A little bit, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I just think that there's more emotions that you can show in your face other than a quivering lip, you know. But the books, the books are fantastic. Like, uh, I couldn't couldn't fault them. Actually, when I was um, traveling through India, I found a copy of the Philosopher's Stone, and I, I was so excited, so I bought it. And that's what I was uh, traveling around with some friends of mine. And we were living outdoors quite a lot. We were camping. At one point, we were like living in this cave for a while. And every night, we would sit with a campfire. And I would read Harry Potter around the campfire um, to my friends because they were from all over the world. And right, I'm from okay. um, right close to where Harry Potter is from. So I could do all the accents and stuff. And, you know, and then it started being just me and my friends. And then they let their friends know. And then I had more people. And then Everywhere I went, um, traveling, even through Europe as well, I started just storytelling all the Harry Potter books, and yeah, that was that was great. So I'm 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 a big fan of the books. I feel like they can bring people together. So it'd be fair to say that you're 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 a proud fan, and it's not a guilty pleasure, then. Totally not. No, I don't believe in guilty pleasures personally. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I was a little bit. I was like, hmm, Harry Potter is that lame? And then I thought, no, don't be silly. Come on now, Harry Potter. Is it is it a book that you would uh, you would keep picking up and reading? Obviously, if you if you've been travelling, reading it to other people. For, so for yourself, would you sit down and go right? I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the series again, like I do with Star Wars films, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so would you would you well, most of the Star Wars films. Would you would you pick up the book yeah. again and then read it for yourself? Yeah, yeah, I totally would. I've gone through the series twice now. So once when I was a child, once when I was traveling. Well, I say once when I was a child, as it was coming out, you know, and then when I was traveling. And now, um, yeah, I've got lots of stuff to read. But at some point in my life, I'm sure I'll read it again. So that that's kind of an interesting point as well. So when, when you first started reading these books, you were a child, and then obviously you're, you're an adult now. 
Do you find yourself kind of relating to different characters as you get older? So you you kind of understand characters a little bit more that you perhaps didn't understand when you were younger? I, I definitely feel with Harry Potter that um, it appeals to a younger and older generation. So like, this is the sign of things that are really well written. Like you find this in films and stuff as well, when it appeals to both young and older. Like um, when I was younger, I, you know, I enjoyed it in such a way. And then um, now I'm older, I'm looking back at it and it's like a new appreciation of different parts of it that I didn't remember or initially appreciate because I was too young to understand sort of thing. And, okay. and now I'm older, it's, you know, I can see a much bigger sort of like meaning behind Harry Potter. You know, it's the classic story of uh, like good versus evil um you know it's quite classic but you know the way things are represented and stuff it's uh it's interesting to read when you're a little bit older and pick up on things yeah no that's that, that's very cool. it kind of points me to the next question of how how do you think it relates to struggles that people face in day-to-day day-to-day life in reality so so somebody mentioned when i when i first put the post out asking about it they were saying you know it deals with racism and it deals with um sexism and and hatred and and good and evil and how close to life do you think that the subjects are even though it is yeah. kind of fantasy it's totally fantasy but i feel like the best stories come from elements of truth don't they that's why they're yeah. so believable that's what that's what makes them good is because they are relatable to things that are happening around you or like within you yeah i do feel I do feel like it addresses political issues like 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 racism and, and, and things like that. You know, J.K. Rowling, she's she's quite outspoken and she's yeah. an activist, isn't she? Um, which I really love. I really love her. But she openly tackles like LGBTQ issues and she talks um, about racism. Uh, especially there was there was one thing like um, the friendship that Harry has with the uh, oh gosh, you're touching me with the with the names now. Um, <laughs> This is, this is, what is it, the, the men with the horse bodies? Centaurs. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, centaurs, yeah. I was going to say death yeah. eaters. See, that's how much I know. <laughs> no, not the death eaters, no. The, the centaurs, like, um, they have got this uh, bad history with humans and things like that. And, yeah. like, uh, you know, it, they talk about stuff like that. And then um, also that the whole muggle and mudblood thing. I mean, using a bad word yeah. to... Um, describe someone like mud blood is a terrible word and we also have some terrible words and so it's interesting to read this story and see how this word mud blood makes people react and then you think oh actually if I call someone names or you, you you know words can hurt someone and then when you're growing up with stuff like that I definitely think that it kind of cultivates you into at least thinking about this stuff you know I think it's a fantastic way for children to learn about equality yeah, I mean, that, that, that is something that, that sort of hits me as soon as I hear you say that. I think that, yeah, okay, that bit I can I can definitely appreciate. Um, so yeah. you, you might be swaying me here a little bit, Jess, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> not fully, but we'll see, we'll see how that goes. So if, if, they, if J.K. Rowling and, and her team announced, as they tend to tease quite a lot, if they, they announced that there was going to be a brand new book out or a new film, probably book for you, would you get excited or because you're a purist, would you say, no, that's it, it's done, leave it alone? Uh, I would be interested in it. But at the same time, like I haven't, I, I don't know any of the fan fiction. I don't know any of the extra stuff, like the Fantastic Beasts. Beast. 
stuff. I nearly said fantastic beat because I've been listening to Radio 6. Um, <laughs> but no, I've been, you know, all this extra stuff, I, I just don't know much about it. So I, I guess you couldn't say I'm a true Harry Potter fan. I don't know. I don't know what consists of a true Harry Potter fan. I just I just read the books and I really love them, you know. But if, I mean, if she, if she released another, what, like a, how many, what, there were seven, if she released number eight, what? Oh yeah, I'd read that. Yeah, okay. Because yeah, I, I know that there's the the, the cursed child and and um, yeah. you know yeah, my friend Steve, who who we've mentioned before. I'm not actually supposed to mention his name. I told him I wouldn't mention his name, but you know that's what I do to him all the time. Um, he actually listens <laughs> to uh, the audiobooks every night when he's in bed. So he has Stephen oh, Fry yeah. underneath his pillow, and and him and uh, and another friend Emily, who is the the, the super fan, if you like. They they tend to argue about the cursed child, whether or not it's really a, a Harry Potter book or or it's not. So that, that that's quite an interesting one. So they, they've got a a stage show uh, of the cursed child. Is yeah. that something that you would go and you would go and watch, or again would it be like no, the book is definitely above all? If I had the money, honestly, I'd be there. Uh, and if it wasn't a COVID nightmare, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, it's like. But for me, I'm like there's there's not many. I, I, like shows and stuff like I'd go to a football match and I'm not a massive football fan do you know what I mean I'm, so I'm I'm kind of uh, any gig or anything unless unless they were particularly bad you know I'm, I'm keen for watching any kind of band or anything you know I'm excited to um, see new things and learn new things so I'd be down for that I just uh yeah just haven't got around to any of the extra Harry Potter stuff you know I've been I don't know living I guess I don't know I've done it yet yeah life gets in the way yeah I know, I know that feeling yeah you mentioned Lord of the Rings earlier on which, oh, yeah. unfortunately, is another one that I can't quite get my head around. Um, oh I've tried I've tried to read it. Like Harry Potter, I've tried to read it. I got, I got a little bit further at Harry Potter. I think I got two pages in, whereas Lord of the Rings, I could only do one page. Just used to do my head in. I think it's because my cousin used to watch it constantly and <laughs> talk about it constantly that oh, I kind of got annoyed yeah. with it. So how do you think it, it, it matches up to uh, sort of Lord of the Rings? Do you think it's... On an even keel, do you think it's higher, uh, sort of, is a, of higher quality, or do you think, you know, it's lower? Or which, which one do you prefer? Well, now I don't think anything is higher quality than Lord of the Rings. I think that's right. pretty much as good as you're gonna get. Um, <laughs> but I, I love Lord of the Rings. I think it's the epitome of um, amazingness, as well as Game of Thrones. But the the thing is with the the similarities between there are similarities between I think and Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. I think Harry Potter is very much like a not a modern day Lord of the Rings, but like it's it the the magnitude behind it, you know, the the, the size of Harry Potter, and uh, it, it's like it's like it made history. I, I think it made as much of an impact as Lord of the Rings had. I I mean, yeah. I, I think so. In my opinion, I think uh, definitely it it will go down as one of the um, best series ever written, as well as Lord of the Rings. So I, I guess they're on par. I personally. I don't know, I guess I like them both equally, but I, if I had to choose them, uh, one of the two, I would choose Lord of the Rings. Sorry, traitor there. But I mean, uh, the, 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 <laughs> the similarities between the two is that, like, also you've got this classic good versus evil, but also you've got, again, the issues behind, like, race and, uh, like, unity as well, joining together to fight yeah. the greater evil, despite our differences. That's one thing I really love about Lord of the Rings is uh, the relationship between Legolas and Gimli, Dwarf and Elf. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I have seen uh, one film of The Lord of the Rings, and I've also yeah. seen 
a couple of the Hobbit movies, but there might have been another reason for that. One of them was Evangeline Lilly, but you know, um, <laughs> we won't talk yeah, about that. that's a that's a different podcast. I think don't, don't <laughs> let me go off on that one because I, I can talk I can talk for a while about that. That irritated me. So. Just going back, I, I think I've realised something in myself as well by, by by just talking to you. So, you know, Harry Potter, I don't quite get. I don't quite get Lord of the Rings. And then you mentioned uh, Game of Thrones, and I'm kind of in that same boat that I didn't quite understand the hype behind it. I tried. I got further with that than any of them, and I wanted to see it yeah. when, I first, when it first came out. I was in the States at the time when it was being advertised before they even brought yeah. it out, and I was like, I've got to watch that. And then when I actually did, I was kind of like, yeah board now um really? so i did i know I, I couldn't i just couldn't get into it and i think i think my biggest problem is that once there's a bit of hype around something and it becomes a massive hype i kind of shy away yeah. from that so it might be me it might be me that's the problem um it probably is me that's the problem to be fair but um yeah but they are very similar then do you do you would you agree with that then so they are kind of running along the same lines um they have they have elements about them that you can compare with each other. Yeah. But and they're both like they're both like fantasy. They both uh, tackle um, tackle evil by joining together in unity. I think that Harry Potter was quite relevant to the time that it was written. With the, obviously because it's from yeah. the modern day and it's set in the in the modern day. Obviously, Lord of the Rings was set in <laughs> Middle Earth. Mm. But I, I I think that when Lord of the Rings was written, like uh, maybe that sort of had some relevance between. Um, the things that were happening in the world yeah. at that time, you know, and uh, I, yeah, I think, I think they, they're not the same, you know, but they, they do have elements that can be compared. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, they, and their appeal to the, the, the people that follow them. Okay. So yeah. we, we, we've spoken about like, obviously when you were a kid, when they came out. So, mm. and that's understandable to me if you're an adult and you kind of, you've got that nostalgic view in it, but what do you think mm. about, people who are adults that for no reason whatsoever not for reading it to their kids or whatever just pick up the book as an adult to read yeah i think you've got to go in with it uh with an open mind and the thing is the books they develop and they become a lot darker as you go along so the first three are very they're they're beautiful the first three they're so sweet the way they're written is so lovely you're reading you're like oh my gosh it's so nice um, but then from the fourth one, I think that's really when it starts to get a little bit uh, spookier, a little bit darker. And then by the end, people <laughs> are dying. There's wars happening and all these things are happening. You're like, wow, this is so different to the first one. Especially like when you're reading them all in a row, like you're marathoning them. Whereas when you're a kid, even, you know, you wait years for these to come out. And it's a really long development. When you're reading them like back to back, and you're like, wow, things yeah. escalated quickly. Um, but I think as an adult to go back into them, just be like aware that it was written for kids at the beginning, yeah. but it, it definitely it definitely develops and gets more and and just be like enjoy it, you know. It's it's fun and it's very very pleasant and it's really difficult to put down. Yeah. So I, you, I think, you think it takes you away to somewhere that it gives you that little bit of escapism? Yeah, totally. What what things? But well, actually, before I ask that question, there's one particular thing in uh, Harry Potter that I—I I mean, I've caught it. Don't get me wrong; I, I have seen the films um, because I had kids. Um, huh. One of the reasons that I didn't like it is like when it first came out, my my nephew would watch it, and I'd come home from work, and he'd be watching it 
um, and then I'd go away and then come back and it'd be in exactly the same place next time it was there. So I always saw the the light thing turning the street lamps out and and the owl coming oh, down the and all that. That's yeah. the one. Um, and it just bugged me because that's all I ever saw. And then when I got married and had kids, that's all they would uh, be watching it at the point of when I walk in. So it's yeah. kind of like, <laughs> I think it's imprinted on my brain in, in that way. But one thing that does bug me about Harry Potter, and it's probably controversial yeah. to a lot of people, is Dobby. What's wrong with Dobby? <laughs> I do say that. I, I just don't, I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I just get annoyed with Dobby. I don't know why. I have no idea. So I just want to... I have bit... go to school. <laughs> oh, no, please don't do that. <laughs> okay. You must read Harry Potter. You must read Harry Potter. Do you know, I might, I might use that as my intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> Okay, so so there's a question for you then. I, I appreciate everything that you've said. Um, I, I kind of, I do understand where you come from, especially when when you've been kind of brought up with it. Um, yeah. So there, there are still things. Actually, there, there is, no, I'm not going to get into that one. I just, I just think on, there's, there, there's, there's a weird thing for me with, and I think that you get it with every kind of franchise anyway, but like there's, there's this... I mean, you don't like Daniel Radcliffe, so that might help, you know, separate you from this. But there's mm. a lot of adult women who seem not physically or sexually attracted to the character of Harry Potter. Do you think that's a, a kind of they want to mother him or do you think it's just a little bit weird? And vice versa, men who for some reason are obsessed with Hermione. Do you think there is a there is a dodgy element to that? It's a little bit dark for this podcast, I think. But honestly, I don't know. I don't really know what to say to that because, like, to me, like, there's nothing more than anything platonic going on with me and the characters. You know what I mean? I yeah. never, I never really had a crush on any of them, apart from maybe the one of the Weasley twins, or maybe both of the Weasley twins. Do you know, I've heard that so many laugh. times. So many times, yeah. people have said they've fallen <laughs> in love with them. So yeah, and then uh, spoiler alert: the last book. Fuck. Oh, am I allowed? I'm sorry. Yeah, you can swear. Yeah, 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 you can swear. You can <laughs> swear. Don't, don't worry about it. I ask you if I'm allowed to swear. Well, that's how I felt about um, the Weasley twins. Yeah, heartbreaking. Right. Oh, they... Ah, oh, right, okay. I can't so, tell you any spoilers. I can't tell you, because otherwise I'll give the spoiler, I'll give the story away. But, I mean, yeah, for all the, all the people listening that have heard Harry Potter, I mean, let's just take a moment of silence. Yeah, there we go. No, I just had to. I just had to think about it for a second, and it really affected me. <laughs> okay, well, I but appreciate. Honestly, no, I, I don't know. Yeah, so in response to your original question, I don't, I don't know. I didn't. I never really felt anything more than that. No, that's that's fair. So, everything. Thank you very much for the for all the answers. So, the question for you, uh, I, I know I've asked you a lot of questions, but the last question for you: Is there anything mm -hmm. that you just don't get? Um, Slytherin, I myself, I am a proud Ravenclaw. Um, so yeah, Slytherins, I, I uh, yeah, don't get Slytherins. Where, where's all this evilness coming from? Um, anything else that I don't get from Harry Potter? Oh, no, just ge just generally. Is there is there like a... Oh, a yeah, just generally, yeah. Well, I would definitely say Ed Sheeran again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm supporting you with that one, totally. Um, 
Breaking Bad. I watched it and I was really? totally underwhelmed. Yeah, are you a Breaking Bad fan? I, at one point in my in my time, I thought it was one of the the, the best made TV shows ever. But really? um, yeah, I don't know if I'd watch it again though. I think it's kind of, yes, I've done that. I love it. It's great. But I actually prefer Better Call Saul. I think it's a much better program. It's a little bit more yeah, of a I slow burn. Ah, oh, he's brilliant. He's just he's just a brilliant character. But yeah. I, I did like Breaking Bad. But I, I can understand why people wouldn't want to watch that because, you know. But have you have you seen all of them or? I've seen not? all of it. I, I thought yeah. I, I thought the first series was really good because I do think it is a really good concept. I think it's a yeah. really good idea. But then as I got further on, I was like, what's this? A whole episode about a fucking fly flying around the room. <laughs> I was like, what is this shit? <laughs> um, so like, uh, but you know, so I, I get it as a concept, but then after that, yeah, I didn't didn't really uh, find it was a big fan. I, I kind of I kind of fell out with it a little bit when they when they brought the film back uh, the film last year for like the ten year anniversary. Um, I, something I to do El, El Camino, I think it's called, but it's just yeah, it, it's not good. <laughs> it it wasn't yeah. good. They should have left that alone. But but there we go. A, anything else you can yeah. think of? Well, sequels. You know, bad sequels. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know why. I don't know why people do that. Like why why not just leave it alone? Um, yeah. I'm not a huge football fan, though. I I get it. I just don't like it. I want to go to a match because for me, I feel it's all about the energy yeah. when you're there. But for me, I feel less connected when I'm watching it on the television. So I'd, I'd like to go and watch it in real life and experience that. Yeah, that's like as you say, yeah. like being at a concert. It's it's completely yeah, sure. different to to watching it at home. But I've never been to a football match either, so. I, only, only local ones, but oh. nothing, nothing major. But I'm not a football fan either. I just, you know, 22 people running around chasing the ball. I don't think I'll ever catch on, personally. They'll never catch on. <laughs> in, my, in my head, it wouldn't. Um, <laughs> I, I think that 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 about covers everything, Jess. So I, I really appreciate uh, you taking the time to speak to me on that. And uh, can I ask you a question? Quick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. By by all means. Yeah. Do you ever find out what what uh, Hogwarts house you are? Um, I, I did test one, and mm-hmm. I am embarrassed to say that I came out, and I can't remember the name of it now. It's the one that Harry's in. Gryffindor. Yeah, that one. I don't know why. That's I Gryffindor. I don't know why. I don't, I don't really understand what what it was. I did it very quickly because I was doing the uh, the Harry Potter quiz. Um, so I would check, but yeah, it's a Gryffindor. But well, do you feel like you're brave and valiant? Not really. <laughs> um, I thought I was a Hufflepuff. Yeah, and then I found out I was Ravenclaw all this time. I thought I was a Hufflepuff, and I had this existential crisis going on, and I was uh, didn't know who I was <laughs> or anything. So then I I went to Primark and got a pair of Ravenclaw socks and sorted my shit out. Yeah, see that 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 I I kind of get, and I, I kind of don't get. I don't know. Did they have colours attached to them? Like Ravenclaw and, and Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw is blue. Gryffindor is like red. Mm, see, that's wrong for me. I, I yeah. was in uh, at school. I was in. I was in what was called Vale, which was yellow. Well, that's Hufflepuff is yellow. Is it? See, it, but I I can't take Hufflepuff seriously because it just sounds like Sugarpuff to me. Well, they're like the hippies, aren't they? They're like the hippies of the Harry Potter world. All inclusive. 
I, I can, yeah, I can I'd probably appreciate like different parts of uh, of all the groups. So I'm guessing Slytherin were, were were just nasty where they are. Yeah, I would say Slytherin are supposed to be the evil ones, but I mean they can't all be bad. I read <laughs> I read somewhere that um, Slytherins aren't necessarily all evil, but they're definitely portrayed as evil in the series. Well, I might I might have to go back and uh, attempt. Uh, a read of one of the books and see so if if i was to go in and and read a book would you recommend i start at the beginning or do you think i should just pick one out of the middle yeah you've got to start from the beginning right, and to okay. be fair they're so they're so easy to read you could be finished in a few days you know or a week or something or maybe in a bit more i don't know how much time you've got it's locked down you could finish it in hours <laughs> <laughs> You know, the, the first few books are so easy. This is a, this is why they're so good. Is because they're so easy to read. They, you know, you don't need to think about it. You just want, boom, boom, boom. Maybe you might like the last ones, but um, if you want to pick just one up, then read number four. That was my that was my favorite one, the Goblet of Fire. If you were just going to pick it up halfway, just pick it up from there. That's that's great. That's when it starts to get a bit darker. Straight at the beginning that, as well. Is that the one with the big snake in it in the film, or is that something else? Uh, that is the one with the. Uh, try with a tournament at the end and at the beginning you've got the uh, Quidditch World Cup and that, that's just amazing I love like a, the, the Quidditch World Cup at the beginning of number four has to be uh, one of my favourite times in the entire Harry Potter series is at the beginning of number four I don't right. know why okay. I just love it I love it yeah I, th- I think I remember something about being underwater or something at the end of that or is that a later one that's in the Try with a tournament towards right. the end yeah well that's about like halfway through I guess yeah Somebody dies, do they? Is that right? Or did I make that up? Someone does die in, in uh, number four, yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. It's a, a heart throb. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all coming yeah. back to me now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so there, there is one more question that's, that's kind of probably irrelevant, but what, uh, Star Wars, is that is that something that you like or? Yeah, I love Star Wars. Some Star Wars. I'm going to ask you the question, but I think I already know the answer. What's your favourite film? A New Hope. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that does surprise me. Okay. What do you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say the same as most of us, and it would be Empire. But so, what is it about? Yeah. No, I just find that that A New Hope has got so many classic moments in it, like uh, Who Shot First, you know, Tatooine is great. And I don't know, Empire is really fantastic, though, as well, isn't it? It's it's got to be. Between A New Hope and Empire. I guess I've seen A New Hope more times than Empire because it's sort of like the first one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah. it it was got definitely it was Han that shot first. Yeah. There's no two ways about yeah. that. And they they've corrected it. <laughs> they they've answered that anyway. Have you have you seen have you seen any of the uh the the Star Wars stories films? So like no. Rogue One and Solo. No, I didn't see them. I recommend you watch Solo. Yeah. So yeah, the the the, the guy, M, whatever his name is, I can't even pronounce his name, but he 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 is amazing as as Han Solo, and the whole relationship between him, Chewie, and Lando is brilliant. So definitely go and watch that. Okay, Dex. Well, thank you very much, Jess. I think that that about wraps everything up. Um, so I'm I've got a another person to speak to, um, and I will see if he managed to make me go and read a book. I hope so because. Honestly, it's just so wholesome and fulfilling and just, um, I don't know, it's, it's endearing. You know, it's, it's lovely. It's a really lovely series. And 
uh, even if you're entering it as, a, as, a, as an adult instead of going in as, as a child, I think it's really um, a great read. So I think you'll do well for it. Let me know how you get on if you, if you do start. Yeah. And if, if I get to the point of where I start wearing Harry Potter like fashion and quoting stuff, can you just shoot me? No, I will join you with my Ravenclaw socks. So, Jess, thank you very much for, for taking the time to talk to me. Enjoy the rest of lockdown. Oh, thank uh, you for talking. Very and, fun, actually. And good luck with, with, uh, with the future. So, thank you very much. Mm, thank you. So there we go. Thank you very much, Jess, for taking the time at the beginning of lockdown. It was a, it was a bit of a weird time, but uh, I do appreciate you getting involved. Now, did you change my mind about the hype of Harry Potter? And I think you did, to a point. Um, I understand the hype surrounding it. I understand the nostalgia, as I said in the beginning. And I do understand there are other elements to the book as well, which don't appear easily on the surface and you have to dig a bit deeper um but it covers life nowadays in a in a kind of fanciful way so thank you for that yeah that makes me understand as for liking it no you didn't win me over in that i still don't like it i still will not read a book i've decided um so maybe in, an, in another 10 years i might change my mind and and read it but uh it's not really not really my thing and yeah, that, that's pretty much it. So uh, thanks again, Jess, for that. Thank you guys for listening. If there is a particular subject that you don't get, please let me know. Podcast at mrpauladams.co.uk. That's podcast at mrpauladams.co.uk. And keep listening. There will be another I Just Don't Get It coming soon. And probably just as controversial as this one. See you soon. This is-